Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show you don't know what you don't know. Like people who are doing that might think that's the only way, but the, the kind of the message I want to get out is there is another way. It might not be easy. And that's why we're pulling the curtain back, but there is another way. So if you're saying you want more freedom, like that can happen. And whether that means traveling, whether that just means waking up later, later, whether that just means doing work you love, whether that means all three of those things, that's fine. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now. If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, guys? I've decided to do a slightly different intro on this one. One, because I've had one and a half beers, and it's a 6.7% sour which is very tangy. So therefore, I felt like a more somber intro to the episode. Do you guys like it or do you like the energy? Let me know which one suits you better. I'm back today with Travis Sherry one last time, but hopefully not the last time ever. No, we'll, definitely we'll not the last time ever. He's going to be back. We're going to jam again next time we're in Philly and maybe other side of the world as well. Today, we're going to be talking about what a lifestyle business is really like, pulling back that I don't want to say Iron Curtain because that sounds like we're in Mother Russia. But yeah, right, right. Definitely pulling back the Red Curtain on what is going on behind people's Instagram profiles, the the 1% successes, <laughs> the flashy cars and the Instagram models. Let's let's get down to the truth of it. What do you think, Travis? Yeah, you could go on my Instagram. You won't see flashy cars. I drive a Kia Sorento. I do have a Mini. Maybe a diaper or two. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you won't see Instagram models. That's for sure. You'll you'll basically see me hang out with my kid. Um, maybe my- in an exotic location. I I. I I yeah. do do that. My but. girlfriend would go wild if she saw an Instagram girl in one of my pictures. She'd be like, <laughs> who is this person? What is going on? One of my favorite things to do is is pull back the curtain, and we do this in our Location Indie podcast. The reason we do the podcast is specifically, and, and we say to give you a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the location-independent lifestyle. And sometimes that's, like, really great. We're talking about the it's how amazing it is, and sometimes I feel like – you know, it's like I'm playing the world's smallest guitar here or, or a violin. I don't want people to feel bad for me, but sometimes I feel like I'm just unloading because there is a lot to it that isn't glamorous, isn't sexy. And if people think it always is, they're going to face the hard reality at some point, probably sooner rather than later, and they're going to give up. And I don't want them to give up because they shouldn't. Like once you get to this point, it is awesome, but it isn't all roses getting there. 
I feel that's so important because so many times I, I've sort of talked to people and we kind of joke about it amongst entrepreneurs. Like, oh, we'll we'll sit in our apartment all day and we'll go outside to take the selfie in front of the rice fields. And then two minutes later, we go back inside to work on our bed again, you know, with the covers up and <laughs> Netflix on in the background. Why won't this upload? Yeah. It's taking so long in Bali. so slow. Right. Loving my life in Thailand, right? And it's, uh, and it, and it's difficult sometimes. So I want to really, you know, because I don't want people to think this podcast is just about the negatives and the hardships because there are so many amazing benefits some of which involves you know being able to take the afternoon off with your buddies and record a podcast over a few beers but let's just focus on the good stuff first so if you could pin down three of your favorite memories that have happened from a location independent perspective that's kind of throwing you a left ball i didn't tell you about that before i started this that's totally fine i'm, I'm good on my feet after 500 podcast episodes <laughs> I, I can usually think and talk at the same time and hopefully it sounds somewhat coherent i'm going to actually just use some recent examples because there, because there's so many that 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 come out in my mind you know we've been doing this for six seven years there's a, there's a ton but i'm going to give one recent example to start and that was the past weekend, um, and this is why I want to use this example because it's not always crazy exotic, right? It's not, oh my gosh, I was scuba diving with whale sharks, you know, like that—that's cool. <laughs> and I saw this woolly mammoth float right, by. Right, right, right. Like you should do that. But this past week, I, I just left Boulder, Colorado. Um, this past week, and while why I was in Boulder, Colorado, is I was getting ready for the Paradise Pack with with my co-founder Jason. And he usually lives in Norway, and I usually live in Philadelphia. So we don't get to hang out in person much. But he has an apartment in Boulder, and I, I knew he was going to be there for a month, month and a half. And I'm like, I'm coming out for three weeks. So I did. So we just spent three weeks in Boulder, Colorado. And last week, one of the days, we went out to the Pearl Street Mall in Boulder. And our two, our, our wives, I was going to say our two wives, but then it made it sound <laughs> like we had joint wives. One in his Norway, wife, one yeah, home. His wife and my wife had our kids. We're pushing around the mall. You know, they're going shopping. The kids are sleeping. Jason and I are laying out in the grass on a sunny Colorado day in front of the Boulder County Courthouse recording podcasts and for our location podcast. And we're like literally laying on the grass, like laying down, <laughs> which we're not doing here. We're sitting up. We're laying down recording podcasts and we ripped off like four or five different episodes. And I'm just sitting there thinking, whoa, like. I wouldn't rather be in a beach in Thailand right now. I mean, maybe a beach in Thailand recording podcasts, but like, I wouldn't just want to be sitting around doing nothing. I'm getting to do what I want to do, which is recording podcasts with Jay in an awesome place. We After we've done that, we all went for ice cream. You know, this is middle of the day on a Tuesday, normally when people are in like the dregs of the work week. And I just sat there thinking, here I am looking at the mountains. I went for a hike this morning. You know, woke up at like nine because I hate the alarm clock. Woke up at like nine, took the dogs for a hike for an hour and a half, came here, recorded podcasts, went and got ice cream, all that before 3 p.m. And then I'm like, that's my work day. Like, all of that. It, it's crazy. Like, it's like lifestyle it. and work combined, right? So, not every day do I only record podcasts and only quote unquote work for two hours. But I thought this to me is right now my ideal location independent day is just getting to record hanging out doing what i love going for a hike going for ice cream hanging with the family and again if you asked me like seven years ago the ideal day would have been like oh i want to be on the beach in thailand i've had those days i would take those days in a heartbeat but that but this is also an ideal day and so i think that's the beauty and we talked about this a little bit in the, in the show a little while back that it changes with you right yeah. and so for me that was just like this quintessential Oh my gosh! If I could post this on Instagram, it's not the the models and bikinis and the fast cars. It's hanging with a dog, taking a walk in the mountains, eating ice cream with my kid, recording podcasts with my buddy. 
that was it. And I think that's so important because so many people think sometimes that it's all about travel and exotic places. But actually, if you if you boil down to the core idea of what location independence is, it's really just about having the freedom to do what you want when you want. If we want to spend, you know, three hours in the morning watching cartoons and eating cereal and then, you know, hang out with your son for three hours and then maybe work for two hours in the afternoon. If that's your idea of, of freedom, then that's perfect. And for some people, like I read the other day that Amy Schumer doesn't do a morning meditation routine she just watches reruns of uh, everybody loves raymond and like that's how she rocks her day like and good for her like you know if that makes her happy and she wakes up and she's loving life then she's got the freedom to do that and i think that's so important that's what i've really come to peace with over the last couple of years is that it's what i want i mean we know that you people are saying i want to become location independent because i want to make the decisions but then you start to hear other people's story and you and and you want that too and so you're like all right i want to travel around i want to see all the cities in europe and so you start doing that and i'm i have nothing against it i've done it and i would do it again in a heartbeat but you but you do start to say all right now i'm coming to peace with if this is what i want right now then i'm going to do that example morning routine people are like you got to get up at five you got to meditate this and that. i am like the i am a failed meditator a failed <laughs> yogi yoga practitioner i've gone once like that's just not me and so my day is gonna look different than someone else and that's totally fine and so i, I think that's a really important thing to understand is you're not going to know right away what your day is going to look like or what you want your lifestyle to look like and it's going to change but the beauty is that as you come up with new things that you want, you get to build that into your lifestyle instead of saying, oh, I wish I could do this, but I'm at work from 9 to 5 and I'm commuting an hour each day. So really, I've got before 8 and after 6. Uh, you know, when I say that, that that makes me depressed. Like, I haven't had to live <laughs> that lifestyle for six, seven years. That sucks. I, I was in traffic today, Jamie, because I was going to the gym before we came down here in Philly. It's like 7.45 in the morning. I never try to drive around traffic. And I was thinking... If I had to do, like, I couldn't do this every day anymore. I just couldn't. And, 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 you know, you don't know what you don't know. Like, people who are doing that might think that's the only way. But the, the kind of the message I want to get out is there is another way. It might not be easy, and that's why we're pulling the curtain back, but there is another way. So if you're saying you want more freedom, like, that can happen. And whether that means traveling, whether that just means waking up later, later whether that just means doing work you love, whether that means all three of those things, that's fine. And that's so important because it, it is realizing that it's just living the life the way you want to. And actually, there'll be some people who are listening to this right now. And, and I speak to a lot of entrepreneurs who, as much as they've gotten away from working for somebody else, they are still chained in their in their businesses. It's kind of like going from corporate chains into like your own business. And, you know, maybe when you worked for somebody else, you got a holiday, you know, two weeks a year or whatever it was. But you start to work for yourself and you can't even give yourself a time off. Like, how do, how do people transition from, because it's not just the four-hour work week and it's not just the Gary V hustle your face off. I, it's oh. okay to go somewhere in between. And if you want to watch Netflix in the evening, you can do that. Like, where do you even start? Yeah, I, I, I want to throw a quick quote out there because my one buddy always says, he's like, entrepreneurs are the only people willing to work 80 hours a week so they don't have to work 40 hours a week. And you're like, <laughs> yep. But and, and that is, listen, I'm not against hustle. I'm not against working hard. And in the beginning, there is there's a lot of reason to it and you're probably motivated to do it because you're trying to get out of a situation. But there does come a point where you have to say, what is it that I want? What is the lifestyle that I want? And that's probably, you probably didn't leave your 40, 50, 60 hour a week job to then come and work 40, 50, 60 hours a week doing something else. 
in the beginning, maybe you did because that something else was something you loved doing. But eventually, you you want to realize the lifestyle, and and so I'm kind of anti. I'm well, I'm not kind of. I am definitely anti Gary V. I hate this idea. Like the two worst words I can hear are hustle and grind. <laughs> like that. That's not what I'm about. The lifestyle. I'm not about the hustle and the grind. Again, not saying you shouldn't work hard. Not saying you shouldn't be efficient in your work. But when I hear hustle and grind, to me that means people who don't exactly know what they're trying to do. And so they're just doing everything because they think more hustle, more grind equals better. And that is could not be further from the truth. Yeah, and it's funny because so many people talk about the laptop lifestyle. And something that I kind of say to people is, well, are you, are you free because you're taking your laptop to the beach and you can work from there? Or in reality, are you having to take your laptop to the beach because you can't be separated from your work? Yeah. And it's so important to think about the two. And like you say, when you first get started, it is going to be a lot of working hard and figuring it out. But I think it's important to focus on the important stuff. You know, a, a guy I know, Nick Fitzgerald, uh, is a friendly giant in our industry. He's a big videographer. And he talks a lot about, you know, it's okay to not want to hustle all the time it's okay to take time for your family it's okay to go and watch the ball game with your friends and to you know watch netflix in the evening you don't have to punish yourself because you're doing those things you know so many people will tell you you have to give up all of that if you want the dream and kind of what the paradise pack and location india is all about is you don't have to give up all that stuff that you love all we're really encouraging you to do is to go and figure out what do you love you know, at first, you're going to have to try and figure that out, try stuff, see what's actually right for you. But along the journey and along the way, you do start to realize, huh, this is what I love to do. Yeah, there's a lot of cliches that come to mind, and that's like, you know, enjoy the journey, not the destination, and all these things. But but they are very, very appropriate when it comes to entrepreneurship and when it comes to location independence, because every one of us gets if, if location independence is your goal you're getting into it because you have a desire to either travel a ton and see a bunch of different places or live somewhere else or or some you know in between of both hey i want to travel some and i want to live somewhere else like i want to be location independent because i don't just want to sit in my hometown and the place i'm living forever and so you have this desire to go out and see stuff but if you're going out and seeing stuff and like as you mentioned then like taking a selfie for 2 minutes and then going <laughs> back in that's not really what you're shooting for. And so you have to you have to continually check in on yourself. And so and you have to give yourself permission to go and do that. And so this was a huge struggle for me for a while. In the beginning, I was equating hours it essentially if I wasn't working, I felt guilty. Mm. And so there was a there's a really big breaking point. We were in Bali. We talked about rice patties. I mean appropriate <laughs> enough. We were in Bali, my wife and I. It was the beginning of like our first big long five months of being location independent we had been location independent for a couple years but this was like going to be the longest stint we were away from from home and uh it was five months and we're in bali and it's november and i remember like we're just doing so much on the website and all this stuff and i'm i'm then feeling guilty because i'm like oh it's so sunny out and it was rainy season so like it would get sunny out and i think no i have to get this blog post out and then I'd get it done, but by the time I got it done, it was raining. And so we'd be sitting, look out the rice paddies, and be like, now it's raining. <laughs> Shoot. And then you'd feel guilty because you weren't out exploring. And so we, we were in this limbo of we weren't traveling well, and we weren't doing our work well. We were trying to do both at the same time, like, to a high level, and it just wasn't working. And so what I realized is, for me, the 
the, the best way for me to operate is to really start chunking stuff and batching stuff. And so not only do I want to batch like modalities. So, all right, if I'm podcast recording, let's record like four or five at once because we're in the mode but also then batching our travel and our work. So that's not to say that when we travel, we aren't working, but what it says is like when I'm traveling, I'm trying to keep everything afloat. If, if, if the company doesn't grow, if the business doesn't grow, that's totally fine. Let's keep it afloat. Let's keep it at that level. And when I'm home, let me push all the big picture stuff forward. And that's not to say when I'm home, I'm not taking little trips and hanging out with friends and going to baseball games and stuff like that. But it's just this idea that when I am traveling, let me try to do less work. And then when I'm home, let me try to push the big things forward. And, I, and that's really, really helped me in the last couple of years because it's, it's been eight years since we started this journey. And that's a realization I came to only about three years ago. And it's still not always perfect, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I've absolutely been there myself. Like, we, we even right now, like, we're trying to do longer trips. But, you know, there's been plenty of times where, you know, my girlfriend's been saying, come on, let's go out. Let's go and do these things. Let's go to the beach. And I've been like, sorry, I've got to work. I've got to focus. I've got to do this stuff. And actually, I'm distracted because I'm, I'm not fully enjoying it. And it's the guilt on both sides. Guilty that you're not doing enough work and then guilty that you're not doing enough traveling. And you're stuck in that kind of limbo. Yeah, one of the things that helped me the, the most, it sounds so counterintuitive, but the more organized I am, the more spontaneous I can be. And people are like, wait, that doesn't make <laughs> sense. Well, here's why. When I first started out, I thought location independence and this dream lifestyle for me was, hey, I'm going to go out to lunch whenever I want. Well, what happened was people realized it wasn't going into a job anymore. And so, like, every random person who ever had a day off would call me, like, let's go to lunch. And then you're going to lunch, like, four times a week in the middle of your day. And you're like, why didn't I get anything done? Well, because you're going out for two hours in the middle of the day and you're thinking about it before you go. So you're distracted. And when you come home, you're like, well, I just ate a big meal. I'm going to go nap. Whatever. The more organized I became, the more I was able to not feel guilty when I was spontaneous. So then it was like, hey, Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, here are the day. Like, if someone asks you to go to lunch, you're not doing that. But Thursday and Friday are connection days. So if someone asks you there, now you can go out and you can do that. And so all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, that makes sense. If I know I focus Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on the certain things, Mondays, recording podcasts, Tuesdays, whatever, writing blog posts, you know, everyone's going to be different. When I do that, if I do that at a minimum, that'll get the business growing. And then let's say I do more on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because I'm just excited. Fine. But I always look at it as like set your kind of non-negotiable I, I call it non-negotiable time set that and then everything else is icing on the cake so if you only hit your non-negotiable time you're good like stuff will progress and you'll be fine but if you have extra time and you start doing it then then it just moves it along faster that's so and you important. don't feel guilty yeah and that's good as well because then you can actually set aside the time and be like spend it with your wife or your girlfriend or your friends and then you haven't got that worry in your head of oh i should really be working right now the, the, that, like for me, a great example is I used to think like nine to five is silly, but now I say, no, wait, I like nine to five because if I only have to go to my office, that means I can wake up at 8.50. I mean, with a kid, it's a little different now, but <laughs> I can wake up at 8.50, go to my office, start working. I, so now, for example, I used to work all the time into the night because I'd feel guilty because in the day I would kind of be messing around. Yeah. Now I'm like, I'm not working after 5 p.m. Okay, but yesterday there was something I really had to get done for, for one of the um, our team members who was putting together this guide. She's like, can you proofread this for me? It was like 7.30 at night. It's an exception to the rule. If, if 90% of the time you're following that rule, you're good. So last night at 7.30 I was proofreading. That was probably the first time I did work after 5 or 6 p.m. in 
a long time. I didn't care because I know this isn't what I'm going to do all the time. This is just for one specific instance for me to get this thing done. And it kind of felt good because I, I knew that the old me, I would have been doing that every day. Someone would be like, let's record a podcast at 7 p.m. And I would have said, fine. And now I'm like, no, if you can't make it work on my schedule, like let's let's find something that does work. But I'm not recording them because I want my day to be under over at 5 you know, that's usually three. That's, so, that's so important because I only very recently just started giving myself the weekend back because I started working with people who do work Monday to Friday and suddenly I didn't have to work on the weekend. And now, you know, me and my girlfriend make time on Saturday and Sunday and, and she's kind of a bit upset because her schedule is busiest on a Saturday. She's like, well, why is it always around you? But, you know, in reality, we now have two days free and, you know, we'd never had that before. And, you know, just last weekend we went out with our friends. We, you know, went to some bars and food and we got to spend the time with them. And actually that was great. And and a bit like you now, I'm kind of thinking, actually, nine to five isn't all that bad because it's structured. You know when you start, you know when you finish. You've got that schedule you can tell other people and you can actually have a break. Yeah, most people want if you're structured and I'm very bad at stru- being organized and structured, but that's why I've had to build this in because it's like a defense mechanism because I wasn't naturally. If you're structured, most people will adhere to that. Like people always say to me, well, you only record podcasts on Mondays. Now we're doing this on a Wednesday, right? But typically I record podcasts on Mondays and like, well, what if that other person can't record on Monday? I'm like, okay. Well, they either find a Monday that works or, you know, that's one exception to every 20 people. Mm -hmm. So that's fine as opposed to. You know, well, when do you want to do it? Ah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And you're tossing emails back and forth for, for days. So the more structured you are, I think most people actually want to be told when to do something. So make it on your terms and make it what works for you. I record on Mondays because I want to start my week off recording because that gets me super energized. So I'm like, Mondays are great. I don't want to slog through email. I want to hop on with awesome guests and record. That's why I do it on Mondays. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and it's funny that you say that because you then only get a few exceptions. You start to have more structure and ultimately you get more done in that same amount of time. For sure. And like, I, I'm just thinking right now of, of anybody that's listening to this right now. And maybe we've got some people who haven't taken the jump yet. We've got some people who are currently in the business, but maybe don't have as much freedom and time and maybe the um, ability to travel if they want to. You know, what are, what are some of the jumping off points for somebody who wants to start thinking about, well, how do I become LI? How do I start getting that location independence in my business? Like, where's the jumping off point for that? Yeah, I think the, f- the thing that we already touched on, this idea of non-negotiable time. So whether you're doing – so I, I started as a side hustle. I was, I was working as a teacher in Japan, and I started my first site as a side hustle. And I made Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 7 p.m. non-negotiable time because I knew – like, I'm not going to do it on Friday when I'm burnt out from work and want to go to happy hour, of course. So, like, don't set unreasonable expectations. Make it amount of time that you can do it. Make it on times that you can do. So I knew Tuesday, Thursday, 4 to 7 p.m., that was when I started my site. Again, if I then bled into doing it when I was at school and didn't have a class, fine. If I bled into doing it on Saturdays, fine. But that was me making the decision that I'd rather do that than some uh, than something else versus feeling guilty about it. And so I think that can work for anyone. So if you already are doing it full time, make sure you set those parameters. Again, what days do you want to do it? Maybe it's only three days a week or maybe it's three months really hardcore, but then you're going for traveling for three months. Like it, There is no container that everyone fits in, but ask yourself, how do you work? What works best? Am I doing it as a side hustle? What's reasonable? If I'm doing it full time, what's reasonable? Set that as non-negotiable time. That's one of the biggest, biggest things that that I've seen anyone do because when they do that, I even tell them, I'm like, don't feel guilty if you do three hours of non-negotiable time and you haven't achieved what you wanted to achieve in that non-negotiable time. 
that shouldn't make you feel bad. Just the fact that you set it aside and tried to do the work is fine because eventually, yeah, there's going to be days that you get a lot more done. Like, you'll do a lot more. That, you know, uh, the, the quote that I like to say is, like, we all overestimate what we can get done in a day and underestimate what we can get done in a year. So when you look back in a year and you're like, oh, I only did six hours a week of non-negotiable time. Well, that's in a year. I can't do the math. You know, whatever. That's a lot. That's a lot. But day to day, you're sitting there thinking, oh, my gosh, I didn't get much done. It's going to add up much quicker than you think. Yeah, it's funny. I did a, a podcast recently about compound interest, and, it, it, and it's funny that compound interest is the same in your business as it is in your bank account. Like if you put the hours in consistently, the analogy that he gave was like if you go to a river and you throw a rock in the river every single day, you know, if you just do it for a week, it's not going to make much. But if you throw a rock into that river every single day for a year, for two years, for three years consistently, suddenly all those rocks you've thrown create this bridge across the river which wasn't there before you could you try to throw one big boulder in and you struggle and you struggle and you get it in it's not going to work the same yeah i totally agree and 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 kind of the the other big piece of advice because again we're talking about i I like to beat people to be able to shoot for goals right because if you don't know what you're shooting for then then you're never going to hit it it's just this abstract idea and so if you set the non-negotiable time you know three hours six hours a week whatever the other thing was is if you're looking to go location independent like know your number how much do you need to make per month in order to become location independent? For some people, it's going to be $10,000 a month because they have a family, they have a job, they're used to a certain lifestyle. For some people, it's going to be $2,000 a month because they're going to go move to Thailand. Totally, totally cool, right? So you have to know your number. And, and so for me, that wasn't some crazy spreadsheet. That wasn't some crazy formula. It was a gut, and it was $3,000 a month. I remember saying, if I can make $3,000 a month, that's like the same as an entry-level job. I can make this work. And so, you know, so everyone's number is going to be different, but that is the best thing you can do to start your stepping stone. Because then it becomes real, right? You start to understand what, all right, well, what do I actually need to do to get to that? What kind of steps can I take? And, you know, and what framework do I need to follow to be able to find out, well, who's done this before me? How have they done it? And, and what can I do to actually get there? And I actually think this is like a perfect segue into the Paradise Pack because, you know, certainly for me, you know, I used the Paradise Pack to find out what were people doing, how were they doing it, and what were the steps that I needed to follow to be able to have success. I mean, can you just share a little bit about the big things that the Paradise Pack can help people with? Yeah, so what we do with the Paradise Pack is essentially you're going to get 15 to 20 courses to become lo- that are going to help you become location independent. The big thing, the big mistake and the big kind of, I think, misconception that people get is, oh, my gosh, I have to do 15 or 20 courses. I thought that. I was like, oh, right. I've got to take all these courses at and, once. And it's like, no, what you need to do is take one or two. And so actually some of the feedback that we got after the first two years was, I don't know what to do. I get these 15, 20 courses. I want to take them all. I'm overwhelmed. And so what we created was a roadmap. We said, if you want to start a blog, here are the first couple courses. If you just want to get out and travel, you're not even worried about the building a business point right now. You just want to break away and travel. Here's a course. Here's the second course you should take. So we basically say, here's like the six, seven different type of people who come to the Paradise Pack. Wherever you slot in, here are the ones that you should take first. And so the, the beauty of the Paradise Pack is you take a, a course or two to begin, and then from there, you have all the other courses you're going to need to progress later. So you might not need a Facebook ad course right now, but how about in a year when you're like, oh, my gosh, I have a product now. I need a Facebook ads course. Boom, let me come back in the Paradise Pack. So it's essentially is a, a stepping stone no matter what rung or level you're on. 
it's a stepping stone to get you started. And it's funny that you say that because it, it was literally like that in my business. I started at one level. I started with one which was like mindset first. It's like figuring out how to freelance, right? And then suddenly I was launching courses and then it was all about, you know, hey, this is how you do it. This is the steps you take. Then it was into traffic. And it literally was like once you finish with one and you got to that level, you naturally can move into those next parts that are going to fit you for where you are in your business. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I really love that. And in terms of like the Paradise Pack, in terms of availability, what days are we running this year? April 23rd through 29th. So it's seven days only. That's it. Every year it's different products. So like when we say you can only get this seven days this year, that doesn't mean next year you can get it again. The Paradise Pack will exist next year, but it's all new products that come in. So every year we, we grab new products and put them in. So seven days, if you want the courses, they're 90% off. So if you were to buy all the Paradise Pack courses, um, in their own right, it'd be over 5000 bucks. We pa package them together, 90% off. And, uh, and our goal is to just give you everything you need, no matter what level the rung you are of the journey of location independence, no matter what skill you want to learn, hey, there's a course in here for you to get started. And that's the point. It's like what you're, the goal of Paris Pack is that you're going to take your next step, whether that's the first step, like, oh my gosh, I'm working a job and I hate it. And I want to travel more. I want to be location independent, but I don't even know what I'm going to do. Okay, there's a course in there for you. Whether you're like, I'm making a couple thousand a month location independent, but I need to scale this up. I need to make this sustainable. There's a course for you. And so that's the beauty of it is that we're meeting, we're trying to meet people at every single step of the journey so that they can take that next step. It's so versatile. And, and really, guys, like I am a product of this product. I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for this course. It really bailed me out in a, in a moment where I needed that guidance and support. And if you guys trust me and you think I know what I'm talking about and you believe in me, trust me when I say that I wholeheartedly recommend Travis, his team, what they put together. It's not just the upfront product. It's the support and love they do on the back end, the community, holding your hand through the whole process and really having a genuine interest in helping people people truly achieve that freedom and you know and and the community is just that like travis like meets up with people he hangs out with them like me especially he's like hey it's amazing to see you on this journey and you know he even said he's proud of me which is in incredible <laughs> and really I supportive i am very proud man. And, and i love it and so if you guys uh, are looking for that kind of next step and support and guidance i can't recommend it enough and we're going to put a link down in the show notes for you guys to check out the paradise pack on the launch travis it's been a real pleasure to have you on the show today is there any golden nuggets you want to leave anybody with just before we finish the show because i know you've got a whole bunch of them tucked away in that noggin of yours I, I, I do have a whole bunch but i think that the biggest thing and, and again there's so many cliches to throw around but the biggest thing is that if you're sitting there and you know like you hear this and it resonates with you and if you've listened all the way through uh, the episodes we've done here my guess is it's resonated with you either that or you're super bored and you're <laughs> just like finding any podcast you can find and if that's the case you're probably super bored because you don't like what you do I just want people to know that it is possible. Like, you and I are living proof. I never imagined that I would be able, on a Wednesday afternoon, in the middle of the day, to be sitting here with you from the UK, recording podcasts, sitting, drinking a beer. Earlier today, we shot cool testimonial videos for the Paris Pack. Like, that's our life now. And, you know, I, again, it doesn't have to be exotic. I mean... Listen, go to the beach in Thailand. Like, I'm excited to travel. I'm going to Croatia in a couple of weeks. Like, I couldn't be happier. But I think a lot of people sit there and say, well, I can't do it because, because, because. Hopefully, we've shown them, like, we're not anyone special. We're just people who said, I want to figure it out. Let me find something that works from someone I trust, and let me just follow that and go for it. And, and I truly believe that there is not a single person I've come in contact with 
that isn't able to do it if they want to. Anybody and that can. spans the globe. Like, any nationality, any age. We get people from, like, 16 all the way up to, like, 80 buying the Paradise Pack in our community. Uh, it, any skill set, any niche, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. Anyone can do it. And I love that. And, and it's so true. It's just about believing in yourself, applying, and doing what people have already proven is possible, and just following the framework. Yeah. That's it. That's it. No, not I rocket think, science. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be interesting. I'm really jazzed to see the people that get involved. And, and if anybody is watching this and they do invest in the Paradise Pack, shoot me an email. You know, Jamie at entrepreneurjunkie.co. I will follow along and help you guys through that process. I may even throw in a few freebies. So keep an eye on your email address because there may be a few going out there for people who do sign up for the Farad- Paradise Pack. Thanks so much for listening. Travis, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. It's been fun to hang out. We're going to finish off the rest of these beers. If there's no podcast ever, you know something bad happened. But hopefully, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Woo! What an awesome episode, guys. I hope you really enjoyed that and got a lot of value out of it. Travis has been doing podcasting for a long time now, and I know that the value he put out in these last couple of episodes has been insane. For those of you listening, I want to do something in return for you guys. Head to entrepreneurjunkie.co forward slash paradise, and I want to give you guys access to some extra bonuses if you're purchasing the Paradise Pack this year. Some of you guys know already, I'm a big lover of the Paradise Pack. It's what allowed me to quit my job in the very first place. So if you want to find out what amazing bonuses I'm throwing in for any of you guys that sign up through the affiliate link on that page, you should go out and check it. You know, they're, they're pretty good. I mean, we're doing some awesome stuff in Bali. Going to give you access to my course, give you personal time with me. I mean, what more do you want, right? So, yeah, make sure you head there, guys. Entrepreneurjunkie.co forward slash paradise. On the next episode coming up, we've got something even more exciting for you. I mean, every episode is going to be even more exciting than the last, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't still be in business. <laughs> so on the next episode, I'm answering a question from my good friend, Andy Hobday, who asked me, Jamie, I'm going to a conference. How do I get people excited about my brand? We'll see you on the next one, guys. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.